I'm I'm just trying to know who you are. You know who I am. Don't you, Toad? I know who you look like. It's me. It's me. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's, hole at the waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJ Kate Bayer. Let's get the neighbors. Welcome to Neighbors. This is the Neighbors Recap Podcast. We chat about the five most recent episodes of the Aussie Soap Neighbors that went to air. Break them down, nut them out, have a great time. And this is, it's huge. It's huge, the episodes we're going to talk about. I can't even deal. My name's Vaya, and today I have three guests. I've got CJ. Hi. Kate. Hi. And special guest, comedian Cal Wilson. Hello. We had special events. We thought we'd get a special guest in and I'll ask you in a second, Cal, what your history is with Mm -hmm. Neighbours. But obviously, guys, Dee's back and we've all got a lot of feelings and we'll, we'll get there. It's almost it's almost too big to talk about, but we will, so that's fine. Okay, so we, before we kick things off, a couple of items of Neighbours Council business. The Castaway Awards, you can vote for Neighbours, castawayawards.com.au. There's a people's vote. Secondly, we have merch now. What? We have merch, Cal. Kate made it. Kate designed it. And, yeah. and Kate actually has, well, I was going to say unwittingly, but designed a whole bunch of soft furnishings that appear in Neighbours just, just by accident. Yeah. But my mind is already blown. We haven't even started talking about the woman who came back from the dead. That might not be the woman who came back from the dead. Well, may not surprise you, but they have bought a lot of their things from the cheapest possible shops in Australia, which I have designed for. Wow, that's where you like to pitch your stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. (laughs) So uh, this is top quality artwork. It's on Redbubble. We'll leave a link at uh, neighbourspod.com. You can buy, you can declare if you're Team Sonia or Team D. You can get. Have, Have you chosen a team, Cal? Oh, well, look, I don't really like Sonia, and I've only met her five times this hey, week. Hey, hey, I know you Sonia. Can come back and was she in pajamas in the first, um, was she <laughs> like, I couldn't work, I couldn't work out right from the start when I met her for the first time in her red baggy pants. I was like, are they pajamas? She, she loves, you? she loves a caftan. Oh, I, I like fit. her less and less the yeah. more you talk about her. Yeah, and, and if she's not in Meryl, Meryl robes, she's in pajamas. She's the mayor who also she's runs. She's the mayor? Yeah, she's yeah. the mayor. Is she not too young to be a mayor? Not that I'm being ageist or anything. Oh, this she's, is... she's around 30, so she's youngish for a mayor, but she does have a sketchy past, which I think would normally automatically preclude you from, from being, being a mayor. mayor. Yeah. But she also runs the local nursery. We'll get into Sonia, though, oh, but these there's... are some of the wares, like Ooh. T-shirts, cushions, stickers, tote bags. Um, a tote bag. Team Sonia, Team D. So declare, declare, you pick a side, you, you, or you can you can have both, right? buy out big. Redbubble and neighbourspod.com, I'll leave a link. Um, and final item of Neighbours Council business is our people have bought books off of our Book Depository affiliate link. Ooh. And this week they bought really topical books. So someone has purchased Lost at Sea by Brian Lee O'Malley, Ooh. which I think is fantastic. That's um, right on the subject matter this week. Yeah. Yeah. And someone else bought Madeline West's book, Six Under Eight. So oh, awesome. like, people tying it in, that's Above and beyond. So, again, that's on our website if you want to buy books and it'll help support the Pirate Net Studios, which we've taken on the road today. We've gone out west. But do you know what's really exciting? Your studios are called Pirate Net 
studios and I've got a cat called Pirate. Yeah. So oh it's still, and we have the net. So wow, wow. it's crazy. We don't <laughs> have anything called Barnacle, which is your other cat's yeah, name that's though. True. We only got Barnacle. So we've come out west. It's actually probably about 15 minutes from where Dee washed up, I guess, yeah. or went, went into the drink. Have you been harbouring her? Uh, yes, my name is Emily and I'm from WA. And even <laughs> though you've had a traumatic brain injury and you have memory loss and headaches, I'm not going to get your medical attention for 10 years. No. Emily's the worst. And, well, let's jump straight into... Hang on, could I just say, they've nailed this storyline this week. I'm so excited for Neighbours. Well done. It's Monday was... Amazing. I actually couldn't, I could barely breathe while I was watching Monday's episode. This was Monday the 23rd of January, 2017, hashtag dead wife D. I've watched it probably about three times now, that episode. Watched yeah. it again today. And it's such a beautiful, standalone, intimate story. Mm. Toadie and Sonia. Sorry, no, Toadie and D. Well, that, that's quite the point, isn't it? Yeah. We don't know who he's intimate yeah. with now. <laughs> I, just, I just love watching Sonia's face in the background. Yeah, she's quite, she's a little bit of a downer, isn't she? I mean, I guess you, your husband's dead wife turns back up and starts commenting on the open plan nature of your home. Like the first the first thing she's into. It's like, I haven't seen you for 10 years. I've been dead, but I'm all right now. Oh, I love the way you've knocked that wall down. Well, that's you know, that's, that's D now, actually. You, you are harbouring her. Cal's neighbour just popped over, just like the real show. It was like, yeah. oh, and that's my front door closing. I, th- I can't believe the Foley sound effects that I'm arranging for you guys. <laughs> So we try and create an authentic picture. And, yeah, because last time when we were at CJ's house, yep. there was backyard cricket happening down the road. And, was. and actually some people have just dropped off some children, which is what uh, Toadie and Sonia always do with Nell, just like whoever mm. wants to look after her they can. They did seem remarkably free with her. They were like, we've got a child, but she's inconvenient to the storyline, so we'll just give mm. her to that nice lady, Susan. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that happens a lot. She's better off with Susan. Let's actually, okay, firstly, I just want a moment for Ryan Maloney and Madeline West. Can we just, like, let's... Just, oh, moving. Let's hear a moment from Dee's return. House has changed so much. Knocked out a wall. Made an open plan. It's it's really nice. And actually she immediately expects Sonia to, like, strike up a chat with her. Just like, hey. I I 100% feel Dee has been face-stalking them because she knows everything about them except what the inside of their house looks like. So she's like, oh, hi, guys. Nice to see you. Oh, this is different. Yeah, and it's unsurprised that Toadie has a new wife. Like, she's obviously Mm. totally fine with it. I figured you would have moved on. Like, I just thought I'd pop back and see what you've done with the layout. (laughs) But she just immediately, I'm sorry, she should have called. Oh, yeah, she should have. And maybe about nine years ago. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Yeah, probably. I just, I, I thought they did really well. I think the story was really good. Although I just think... Would you really be that ashamed for 10 years to not ring? Uh, that's what I thought, CJ. I was like, come on, you don't stay ashamed for 10 years. Mm. Like, mate, I, I just I actually don't understand. Like, as soon as you woke up, you got out of your wet things and Emily took you to WA and you went, oh, traumatic brain injury, might need some treatment. Then wouldn't you get back in touch with your husband? And then your entire family are all killed separately in accidents. Okay, but let's dial it all back because there's a lot happening all at once here. Because each beat of this story needs our full attention. And it's it's almost as if the, the accident just happened today, the way she's telling it too. Mm. Yeah. Like, what has she been doing? Has she had a job for nine years? Has she been... Oh, I've got a theory. We've got about 47 theories. <laughs> so Dee's story is she remembers the crash. She remembers Toadie calling her name. She was screaming out to him. No, no one could hear her. She The tide took her out. The wedding dress weighed oh. her down and made her less conspicuous. Yes, as a that huge white dress. 
They're like, oh, no, there's no bride here, but there is a giant, you know, stingray. Well, there's, <laughs> a, there's a moonfish just yes. floating. Just, um, <laughs> the marshmallow festival's in town. Yeah. <laughs> They've thrown a, Someone's like, thrown a parachute mm. in the water and there's like a blonde diver with the parachute, but no bride. No, no. 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 We had a good look, though, guys. And then she says it went dark or she hit her head on the rocks. She passed out. When she saw, woke up, she saw a light and a woman named Emily fished her out of the drink and took her to safety and Emily is a domestic violence survivor and didn't trust that Dee's husband, Toadie, didn't drive her off the cliff on purpose. Yeah. Seems like a big leap to make, doesn't it? Quite the leap. It, it, does. it was the world's longest pash while driving and, like, he had his eyes closed, I think, while they were pashing. Yeah. Ah. It was, like, one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Like, it's, yeah. it's a form of violence towards her that he just drove a car off his cliff. Ca- cavalier I mean, he was to try- safety. He was trying not to. Uh, yeah. But, but again, we, we've vlogged ourselves visiting Werribee South at that particular cove, and it's which is a beat and a nudist beach. So, oh, yeah, it is. It's, it's yeah. an eye-opening experience maybe, maybe down there. this has really changed since I watched it. <laughs> Actually, also, quick question, Cal. What is your backstory with Neighbours? Um, I reckon I watched it when I was a teenager in New Zealand and in my early 20s, and then I reckon it was probably 20 years ago that I last saw any Neighbours. But Dr. Clive, do you remember Dr. Yeah, Clive? Yeah, yeah. married to Daphne. Clive Gibbons. He came on my first date with my husband. Accidentally. We were, we were. <laughs> is there something about your dating preferences we don't know Well, it was, it was a Proclaimers gig. And no one else, no one else in the world was going to come to Proclaimers with me because um, my husband was in the early stages of fencing me. He was like, I love the Proclaimers, and so he came to the Proclaimers. Oh. But Jeff, who plays, who played Dr. Clive and Russell Fletcher, who was another brilliant actor, both love the Proclaimers. And because I know Russell, mm. and he was there with Jeff, they sat next to us. And, I, yep. and and my new first date, now husband was like, that's Dr. Clive. He's on that date. He was a gorilla gram on in Erinsborough as well as a doctor. Oh yeah! See, this was before wow. CJ and I weren't. Wow, that's yeah. right. And do, do you remember his car? Era. He had Bertha, who we then handed off to Henry, which was like a Kingswood oh, station wagon oh, that was flashbacks. multicolored. <laughs> I fell into the the water and I hit my head. And <laughs> uh, follow up question, Cal. Did you ever do improv comedy with Madeline West in Melbourne? I feel like I've chatted to her in a bar, but I don't know. Yeah. Oh no, I think I did. Like I at the I Comics did. Lounge yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that was right around the time. She was on Neighbours and then obviously 2003 she vanished on the show. Yep. So uh, so bringing it back, she says Emily whisked her away to WA and that's the, where they're – Western Australia. That's where they've set up camp all this time. So I've got a theory about Emily. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever seen the movie Misery? Oh. oh. I reckon there's a whole kind of yeah, – hang on, Vaya hasn't seen Misery? No. I didn't Have know. you read the book? The book's amazing. No, but I've, he- book. I've heard enough pop culture references to get the drift. Yep. I reckon Dee was strapped to a bed for about five years – Possibly had her kneecaps broken. And, um, yeah, and so <laughs> and she went all Stockholm Syndrome yeah. with Emily. See, I, I was wow. wondering if she is perhaps, she is Emily wearing Dee's skin. Yeah, mm. ill. Uh, yeah, plastic surgery has factored in greatly online about the crackpot mm-hmm. theories. And, mm-hmm. and I've collected all the crackpot theories and put them together on neighbourspod.com. Every crackpot theory ever, which is basically Dee's D. D is Emily, D is her sister, D is some other imposter we don't know about yet. D is a mermaid. Mermaid, zombie, um, or... My favourite is that Toadie was hallucinating. Yeah. Yeah. So this is all a hallucination from when Toadie had the accident when he fell off the jumping castle and had to have surgery. Or is it just a hallucination of the last 13 years? 
Yeah. Is is it going to be that thing? Is it he's going to get out of the shower? Like it's going to be the whole dynasty thing? Is it dynasty <gasps> or Dallas? Where Patrick uh, Duffy? It Dallas, I think, was it? Yeah. Someone yeah, yeah. someone had been in a shower for a year's worth oh, of programs. Yeah. What? It was all a dream. He got yep. shot, but then he wasn't. Was he dead. was he wrinkly? <laughs> he was very clean. <laughs> I I likened it to Roseanne. That where that final season was all her writing a book. Where Dan had died, and in the, and in that last oh, yeah. season she was writing a book. So yeah, the theory is that someone's hallucinating. Is it Sonia oh. having pregnancy hallucinations? I can yeah. Toadie's going to wake up and he's going to be like nearly forty and living in the house of trouser with Connor, and it's just like <laughs> everything's still brown inside that house. And no more Nelly fish. Or there's uh, theories that Emily's like a cult leader and she's sent Dee back to brainwash everybody and bring them back. Or what if Dee is a split personality and Emily is the other half of her personality? Oh, that's a good one. So the the brain injury has somehow cracked her skull and cracked her yeah, personality yeah. in half. I'm yeah. no medical doctor, but uh, that sounds plausible. Different um, hemispheres. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, that is yeah. amazing. I'm adding that to the blog post, split personality. Yeah. And also my theory just today, because next week's promo worried me a little bit, which we'll get to, but my new theory is that maybe she was never Dee Bliss. Maybe when she arrived in Erinsborough 13 years ago, she was someone else assuming the Bliss identity. And now yeah, it's going to come but out. We did, we did get to meet her little sister Cecile back in the day. Who is now Cecile. dead on a bike. Oh, yeah. Cecile. And, and God damn it, Dee is to blame. Yeah, that seemed, oh. it seemed weird that Dee wasn't blaming herself for just disappearing for 10 years, but she seemed very upset mm. that her sister got knocked off a bike. Yeah, if and only they had taking a, responsibility yeah. for that. If only they had a bike lane down there. In that, Tasmania. That's, that's been a yeah. neighbour's storyline, the bike lane. Yeah, that's too, it's too close to home. Some, some weeks aren't as good as others. <laughs> I've missed out on so much. This bike lane is all about safety for cyclists. Now, the other thing is, though, that Dee says she tried to come back a year after the crash. Yep. She went to hang, wedding. hang out at Steph and Max's wedding. Imagine if she'd come back from the dead at that wedding and just walked in. They've, How great would have that been? They've mean? gone, um, have you RSVP'd? Because that's an extra 100 bucks a head. Yeah. And she's still in her wedding dress. It's just all yeah. green and mouldy. Yes, it's yeah. got kelp and barnacles and stuff well, all over it. Well, she would have looked wear. more like a bride than staff who was dressed in her jeans and a T-shirt. Oh. oh well, she yeah. had an I, I saw a picture this week and I thought, oh, geez, Steph, you really find that one in. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. So did they go to a church? No, no. It was like near the Lasseter's Lakes, I'd say. Oh, okay. And so D-Spot's... Toadie with, and here's a name drop, Cindy Watts. Don't even remember who that is. World's most annoying neighbours character, which some people fought me on on Twitter. They're like, no, Cindy was the best. No, you were wrong, Twitter. You've really changed, babe. You're so... (laughs) I went went to school with... (laughs) I agree. (laughs) I went to school with the actress who played her younger sister. Cindy Cindy Watts' younger younger sister. sister. Yeah, I can't even remember the name of the sister. Can you give me a Cindy synopsis? No, she was just... (laughs) I I, I don't even know who she is. She was just loopy. She was dumb. She was a Fruit Loop. Yeah. And blonde and I guess was Toadie's first girlfriend after Dee. And Toadie was like, too soon. My wife's still missing. (laughs) Because Dee was sort of... She didn't play the blonde stereotype, yes. but she was lovely and bubbly yep. and happy. She was a nurse. Yes. And she was a genuinely good character. She yes. wasn't yep. one of yep. I seemed to be nice, but really I'm bad. It wasn't one of those. No, she was so beloved because she had that classic storyline with Toadie where they were mates and she's this blonde bombshell and he's rough as guts Toadie and they became friends and then had chemistry and then they fell in love yeah. and he thought she would, she would never go for him, but then they did and it was so mm. sweet. And then he and, drove her off a cliff. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> look... The, the car I went think, over the cliff. I feel that CJ affords Toadie less, you know, you're not well, giving him the benefit of the doubt as much as maybe Kate and Faye are. 
As Faya said, we went down there and it's almost as if there was many opportunities to stop the car. <laughs> yeah, there were a few barriers to drive over. Yeah. And really, oh. it wasn't a cliff, it was a sand dune with yeah. about a metre's drop. So I don't know how the, the car went off at a 45 degree angle. It was, but, yeah. it was an embankment. It was in a time when neighbours could afford um, some special effects. Maybe. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, they had um, SES crews and helicopters. Wow. Apparently not very good ones. No. no they didn't look. <laughs> but they were there. They were flying the flag. That's the thought that counts, yeah. And so, and also the big photo that Toadie saw of Dean Colac was explained away with Dee going, I just wanted to be close to you. Close to you, but not close enough that we could speak. Yeah. I just wanted to go to your, old ch- your, your home, your childhood yeah. hometown. Yeah, two like, hours out of Melbourne. He's mother country. That's where the Rebecca's are spawned. Yeah, Colac, rural Victoria. Mm. So Sonia heads off to an appointment and is trying to stave off the street from oh, coming in. Oh, not just in. any appointment. She's going off to get her 12-week ultrasound. Except she's getting it at 11 weeks. Yeah, which is weird. For some reason. You get it at 12 weeks. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. yeah. You don't get yeah. it earlier. Yeah. And then Steph comes to the door and Dee immediately perks up and says, oh, that's Steph Scully and it's yeah. nostalgic. And they, they shoo everyone away. But Toady has the, the, the questions. Let's make a note there that she recognised Steph's voice. Exactly. Will she see her? She said she recognised ah. Steph's voice. But she – oh, did she say I'm Steph or anything? Um, Sonia said that'll be Steph. Oh, okay. And then, right. and then Mads goes, Steph Scully, yep. oh, it's good to hear her voice. Blah, oh, okay. Blah, blah. Take my pin out of so it. The th- not, not no, but, but the thing is it's good to look at everything both ways because they're planting obvious red herrings. Mm. Mm-hmm. But, but much like Dee, I'd just like to say brain injury, which is what you know, her response for any tricky question. Yeah. But she's she had seems, one. She yeah. seems remarkably lucid, though. That's not, there's no vagueness. It's like, I remember all of this, but I don't remember that. Like, it's, yeah. I've, I've, I don't know. I, I guess I haven't experienced enough conversations with someone with a brain injury yeah. to know whether it's entirely within the realms of possibility mm-hmm. that you have huge swathes of absolute clear memory and then just bits where you go or or if it's just a simple fact of like people will message me stuff from high school and I go I have no memory of that person who the hell is that and they go oh you sat next to them in history or whatever okay cool there's sometimes there are gaps in human human memory that is true but Toadie asks her why now and she says she wants to make amends I thought that was a weird phrase as well I want to I want to make amends like that that to me would be if you had deliberately gone off like if she had left him at the altar or if she had assumed a new identity that would be you'd Mm. have to make amends for that but being um knocked unconscious and stolen by a lady and taken (laughs) to western australia that doesn't feel like yeah it's not as if she'd said i want to make amends for ignoring you for 13 years yeah that's a bit different but it wasn't that so she hands over the ring the wedding ring and and then now to have the wedding ring to me that feels like a big thing you know if if it's not D, somebody had access to D's body to prize, oh, yeah. prize the ring off her hand. Oh, that is it's so got to be D. That is Good so point. grim because it had the special phrase in it, which I can't remember. But um, yeah. oh, and 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 Toadie checked it. Did he? I might have missed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's D. Yeah. Okay. Firstly, yeah. it's the same. It's the same actor. We, so yeah. we know it's like, really her. Can I just sidebar here for a moment and say that I was uh, shamefully reading the Daily Mail and apparently Madeline West has a new lamb and yes. she's called it Justin Bleeter, but that completely ignores the far more obvious Justin Bieber. Okay, <laughs> I've been following Justin Bieber on Instagram, Justin Bleeber. It's, it's actually Justin Bleeber. Oh, okay, Daily Mail getting it wrong. But what a shock. sometimes she <laughs> tweets, 
Hashtag Justin Bleeter. Hashtag Justin Bleeber. So the lamb's gone through a few identities, much like Dee herself, really. <laughs> so it's all woven in. As we yeah. watch what happens to the lamb, we'll know what happens to Dee. But it's weird that that's what they're running with over at the Daily Mail. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, so what happened to Justin's parents? That's the big question. Where have they been for the last 13 years? Yeah. So, yeah, we find out that, yeah, the blisses are dead and then all of them, all in accident. All of them. Unlucky to be a bliss in a car, really. Yeah. yeah. Or a bug. But yeah. also she says there's no family. There's no second cousins. There's no great aunts. There's no distant, you know, there's no gran- no, no. There's, grandparents. There's, there's always something. Mitochondrial DNA. You just got to go back through your mother's line, mother's, 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 and then find female descendants have done it you'd find the match on the but mitochondrial she's just DNA. written them all off in one sentence going mm. nah, no one no blisses which makes me think she's gone around and killed them all like she's <laughs> she's wiping the blisses out mm. killing spree adding that to my yeah. list mm. i was gonna say cal's got a new one it is d but she's actually a murderer <laughs> yeah totally yeah. the smiling assassin and then okay the highlight of the entire week for me was that hug between d and toady oh mm-hmm. he just clutched her he just lunged forward and clutched yeah. her mm-hmm. and then she kind of sighed into it and then they broke apart it was for so such a short amount of time but it was so beautiful it was it was really like when he launched over and hugged her you really felt it you really did it was yeah. wonderful so then sonia's off at the 11 week scan which rang bells for me alarm bells for me because well, one big alarm bell for me was that she wasn't actually having the scan but done by a sonographer in an ultrasound room. It was done in the normal hospital room. Okay. Yeah, which just doesn't happen again. <laughs> like that's. And so she's carrying Mark's baby. It's technically meant to be Mark and Steph's baby. Yeah, so this is so for, because I haven't watched it for 20 years, yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, does Tony know she's pregnant? Oh, it's, it appears to be his, but she's fine with it. So it took me a while to catch up that she's surrogating. He's dona- she's donating the egg and the womb for this surrogacy. So it's kind of like is, bed and breakfast in yeah, her womb. It's, it's, <laughs> it's frowned upon. Double occupancy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's frowned upon, but they're running with it. But my our theory is that the baby is actually Toadie's and they're off by a week or two, which is yeah. ma- which, which has made me raise an eyebrow in the 12-week scan when she said 11 weeks. Well, yeah. when, when you have an ultrasound, they spend an ungodly amount of time actually just measuring and, and not talking. Yeah, do, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, and he wasn't doing that. He was going, oh, yeah, that's about the size of my hand or whatever. You know, it's not yeah. that. They actually do do like down to the millimetre <laughs> measurements. Yeah. yeah, It wasn't, yeah. I think it's because it wasn't a real ultrasound. They basically just put a camera on her belly and said, that's yeah. a kid. All right, yeah. let's see ya. That's your kidney. Yeah. <laughs> you, I think you're having a puppy. <laughs> and shout out to Sonia's beautiful cry acting in that scene. I thought she broke down really nicely. I didn't think it was called for. I think if, if, my, if my long-term partner had a long-forgotten, thought-to-be-dead spouse that came back, I'd be pretty chuffed. I'd be like, oh, yay, that lady who we thought was dead isn't dead. That's a nice thing. And, and I would ring the hospital and go, hey, something's come up. Can I come in tomorrow? Like, yeah, yeah. I probably want to hang out and just find out. Look, so, there's a dead woman in my house. Yeah. She's very chatty. Can she pencil me in for Monday? <laughs> she appears to be into interior design. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I picked that wallpaper. I'd love her thoughts on it. <laughs> So that was weird. So they all come back and obviously dull cops are cops. So he has questions and he said, have you called the police? And she said, one of my favourite lines, Dee said, it's on my list. Like her, oh, yeah. her 13 year to do list and she hasn't got to call cops yet. Sorry, hashtag brain injury. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> so it's probably like parasailing, yeah. um, visit the fairy penguins at Phillip Island, call the police. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Also, can I, now I've gathered that you don't like dull cop. 
No. Particularly much given the nickname Del Cop. My problem with the relationship is Steph's head is bigger than his head. Their, their faces on wow. a different scale. And as someone who has a large head, yep. and in all my school photographs, I seem to have the largest head in the class, mm-hmm. I was always concerned that my partners would have bigger heads than mine, were they taller. And I feel like he is, his head is on a different scale to her head. Yep. Yes, but also the potential love interest that they've set up now, Victoria, has a very small head. So I, that won't work oh. either then. No, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't go around measuring foreheads or anything. <laughs> You're not a um, phrenology. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, dull cops, two things. He's dull and yep. he's a cop. Yep. That's it. There's not much else to him. Every now and then he wins me over when he plays with Sonia and Toadie's kid. They have a quite a nice rapport. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so it makes me think if he was a childcare worker or something, that could be quite a nice career path for him. But Imagine no. if he was a manny. Yeah, that'd be great. Yes. They have an earnest, good role model for your child. Mm. Yeah, that'd mm. be really sweet. Yeah. But instead he just keeps um, doing really bad police work. He yeah. seems to wear a lot of body armour. For- <laughs> he does. He does. Like- Everyone else in the police station is just like in clothes and he's sort of in like... He, he goes full flak jacket yeah, in the water totally. hole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He constant yeah. vigilance, constant vigilance. But to be fair, he's always arresting someone that he knows. So they could revolt on him pretty quickly maybe. Yeah. We finish Monday with D. Uh, Steph's put her up at the dive motel. What a great friend, Steph. Not even at your own house. Oh, she lives with Tony and Sonia. Oh, so, oh this so, <laughs> she gets weird. <laughs> yeah, um, Dalcop and um, Steph don't want to live together because that's too much. But they're going to have, have a, a kid. child together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, who's not genetically related to Steph in any way, and she's not really keen on having. Yeah. So, she, so, they're, so they're, she doesn't want to have the baby. No, no, she's not keen. They're pushing so, on. They're pushing oh, through with it. Oh, this sounds so romantic. Sonia refused to take the morning oh, after pill. pill. After, so, after she so, inseminated herself. Vic- Victoria the IVF <laughs> I think we, think we needed a photo of your face then. <laughs> Take a photo now. Um, keep that pose. The IVF consultant, Victoria, who's now flirting with staff, advised them all against the idea. But um, Sonia was like, no, 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 take my egg, take my egg. And then she inseminated herself. And then... Oh, um, like turkey-based style. Yes, turkey-based. Yep. Oh, a little esky of, of yeah, and samples. As, as someone on Twitter pointed out, there's been um, cooler bags of Mark's jizz flying around left, right and centre three months <laughs> ago. <laughs> this could be anyone's kid. So, really. It's just like a, it's like a lucky dip, isn't yeah, it, really? It is. um, oh, hello. Pirate has just cheeky. jumped on the table to come and say hi. I love Pirate a lot. So then she said... Oh, oh hello. Oh, I think I might... Might skip that chip. There we go. Yeah, let's just stand on your chip. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my house. Yeah. All the hygiene oh, you that's, can. That's okay. It's my house too. Eat. My house is all this equipment's covered in cat hair. No, no. I, I have said to my cats when they've jumped on the kitchen counter, "Don't do this in front of guests." Yes. <laughs> yeah. So Sonia then decided, no, I'm I'm against any t- type of termination, even like morning after pill style. We're doing this and you're keeping this kid. Let's go. And this is why you go through proper counselling at, um, you know, the IVF places and um, you don't have, there's actually legislation against yeah. having the surrogate being the genetic parent as well. Yeah. Dangerous. Yes. My parents, but it's out of control. Mm. It's, it's out of bloody control, I'll tell you what. When did Steph and Dee have their oh, emotional yeah, reunion? The, the, the weirdly unemotional we must catch up later reunion. <laughs> oh, yeah, just look at your call. No, no, I was thinking of, it was in Toadie's house. So when um, Steph came in and she saw Dee, because Steph was all sceptical about this being Dee, and she saw Dee and she was like, like her face, it was probably the best acting I've seen from Steph in a yeah, long time. Yeah, it was time. really lovely. Yeah, her face really melted lovely. and was like, Dee. And then we finish at the dive motel with uh, Dee looking at herself in the mirror in a sinister fashion. Did she touch your face? Am I misremembering that? Did she give herself a bit of a face prod? 
Yeah. Yeah. Doing a little bit like oh, yeah. oh, I totally I so real. Just making sure that the, the skin that she's wearing is yeah. Yeah. nicely. I totally thought she was going to do like a whole latex mask rip mm. off of her oh, face. Imagine. imagine that. Remember on Melrose yeah. Place when Kimberly took off the wig? Oh, yes. Imagine if she did that. It would be the best neighbours moment mm. ever. Oh, and it was Heather Locklear underneath. That would be <laughs> that great. Good get. Good get for them. Yeah. So, okay, that's Monday. We gave it a lot of attention, but that was, that was crucial. We move into Tuesday. Toadie's in bed. He's woken up to flashbacks of back when Dee debuted, debut, mm. which made me less nostalgic. It was lovely. He's got the day off because when does Toadie ever go into the law office? Never. He just lets the Is social media guy handle it. Yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's mm. a lawyer. He's mm. a suburban lawyer now. He was a soul-sucking <laughs> corporate he, lawyer. Did you ever remember Toadie back in the day, Cal? Like, he had a ponytail. Yeah, yeah. 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 He was um, rotund. Yes. He um he tried really hard at school and then he got there was like a year when he would like really put the effort in I think and then he became a lawyer after that yeah he went to law school <laughs> that's he, basically what Xanthi's going to do this year and he has well. a he, he did wrestling for a while and he, he had a wrestling alter what? ego called um, Lawman oh. he was also a radio DJ Host? yes yeah. he, as a lawyer was he a legal radio he was like, no, student at uni so, yeah. Oh, okay right yeah at uni yeah. he did that but now he's 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 every lawyer he's whatever you need he, if you need conveyancing done if you need um, divorce. Get off a murder rap. Yeah. yeah. Does he do property and stuff as well and yeah. no fault? I'd, I'd say that's his probably true. bread and butter. But yeah. 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 We don't get to hear about those ones so often. He basically hangs around Ramsey Street until a crime happens and then he gets into gear. He's an ambulance yeah. chaser. Yeah. And uh, Sorry, yeah. can I ask a question at this point? There seems to be a lot of calling him Jared this week. Oh, from Did, Sonia. Sonia's Sonia the only and one. Mark. Mark was calling him, referring oh, to him as oh, Jared. That's a but good pickup. Does, does, does he say Jared to his face or does he call him Tony? Well, I think when he's in cop mode... He switches to the full name. Like when he said Dion, I was actually thrilled that oh, yeah. someone used Dee's full name because what happened was when they in, in announced, when they introduced Dee, she was, I think, Dion, and then she transitioned into Dion, and then I think they realised no one real, could figure out what her name was, so they went to Dee. <laughs> so it was actually quite refreshing that Mark remembered mm. she had a full name. So I think he goes into official mode, and Sonia yeah. just always calls him Jared because she doesn't want to have a husband named Toadfish. Yeah, and I think... I think a year from now, Dale Cobb and Sonia will be together. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And oh, Dale Cobb and Sonia. Sorry, yeah. I thought you meant Steph. And so that's a nice little pick of mm. yours because she's, he's, he's calling her what? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. followed her lead. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But the, I know we're flashing forward to later in the week, okay. but there was the, the meaningful hug in the car mm. between oh, Sonia and Dale Cobb. Which I actually thought was going to lead to a little bit more in the car. I thought it was going to be mm. some well, making out. she couldn't get pregnant, so no. it would be fine. Mm. Oh, yeah, true. Well, we'll, we'll just we'll just make well, sure. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah, yeah. This is like yeah. a vaccination. You've got to have like round two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, Toad's going to spend the day with Dee. Go take her for coffee at, at Harold's, which he reminds her you might know this is the coffee shop or Toady. All places like that are coffee shops. Like that's how you know all places of business I, that I, look I like that. I thought she would have said Harold's. Is Harold here? Is Harold alive? You know. That's also what I said because mm. I'm not – I did he – Actually, I'm not 100% sure on the is dates. He, is he is, – is Harold still alive or did he – I, I feel like no, he's using him with Harold Holt. But no, he, no, he's alive. So he did come oh, back okay. from the mm-hmm. from Tasmania. He was yep. swept across to Tasmania. He was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> sure was, mate. He, he came back. He was with Madge for a while. She mm-hmm. died. He went back and forth kind of, you know, because he, he, he goes was semi-retired. He goes yep. to Byron Bay and stuff. Then he got married to Paula Duncan. Oh. Okay, the spray and wipe lady. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but apparently they're divorced now, but he's still grey nomading it around, well, I think. swimming around yeah. Australia. Yeah, yeah. And he's still with the Salvation Army band. 
and what, the, what did he play? The tuba. Oh, that's his quintessential instrument. Oh, God. Oh, I needed to have studied up more. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me just quickly check when he did come back because yeah. I want to see if there was crossover. Uh, five years later, it was revealed that Harrod was swept out to sea. 96, I think he came back. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was a while before, but still, Dee could have said, hey guys, hey guys, I pulled a Harold. Oh, is Harold still around? <laughs> it is uncanny that two people that lived in the same street got washed out to sea. That's amazing. Not to yeah. mention Zeke Kinski. What the Kennedy's oh, he's Susan's, in the Yarra, Susan's he? stepson, he drowned and lost his memory for a couple of weeks and then he came back. And Susan lost her memory. Yeah. It's been Susan a- referred to losing her memory, didn't she? And she, did. she said, I slipped over and banged my head on the floor and I didn't disappear for 10 years. And oh, I still remember it. I've got so much shade against Susan. My God, she literally slipped over, banged her head in her own kitchen and then was back in her, her family the whole time. You know, she reverted mm. to when she was 16 and like it was oh. the swinging 60s then. So, um, oh, yeah, she was full yeah. hippie. Yeah, yeah. But, um, it's not – you can't compare them, Susan. Like, Dee had a had a car accident and then had, like, an untreated brain injury mm. and then was away from everybody she knows and loves for, like, In 13 WA. years. Susan, go With an it. evil cult leader called mm. Emily. Slash your other personality. At this point – she meets the Kennedys. Toady tells Let's Slip that they're all going to be having coffee. So they pop in for a little look-see. And everybody remembers everybody. And that's all fine. Oh, no, no. She Except, didn't remember. Yes. Ellie, which I think all of us around here would prefer not to remember Ellie in any form anyway. Yeah, well, we gave her a pass on Ellie. Because a few people online have pointed out, look, she's done a pretty good job up till this point with the head count. But also, didn't Ellie come for one summer and was a different age than her? And a different actress. Although, yeah. <laughs> although different actress is the main point there. We'll give her that. Also, Dee was engaged to Darcy Tyler, oh. Susan's nephew and Ellie's cousin. Oh. So really, mm. she should have been across who Ellie was. Okay. Yeah. Think back she... 13 years though. I'm thinking back to the boyfriend I dated back then. I, I think I met his cousins. I can't remember them. I, I literally can't. Did they live in the same street as you though? No, they didn't. No. She didn't live here. She was from Sydney and she came here oh, for a bit right, for like right. a, for mm. a couple of months Just and to then get went back. She, she, she stayed like a summer. Yeah. And right. then she with Uncle Auntie Susan and then okay, she left. Ellie did. I'm, mm. I'm thinking Dee Dee arrived. Yeah. Dee didn't arrive from Sydney. She's always been in Erinsborough. Originally oh. from Tassie, we heard her. Yeah. Oh, of course mm. we did. Yes. And because then that's where Cecile Bliss was living, mm-hmm. her sister, before she died tragically on en route to meet Dee again. If you had discovered that your dead sister was not dead, wouldn't you, rather than bike there, wouldn't you get a taxi? Wouldn't yeah. you be like, I'm going to get there the fastest way? Yeah, I'm going to shell out today. Yeah. Like, I think maybe she's super, well, was. She was um, off the grid. Yeah, off the yeah. grid, yeah. And and very green. Oh, my God. Did anyone else watch the Kettering incident? No. On Foxtel? Oh, I never, I only it was made all, an episode. It was all about, like, these girls who disappeared while riding <gasps> their bikes in Tassie <gasps> in the wilderness. Oh, that's, that's a nervous crossover. Yes. Stop it's it. the same universe. Stop it. My question is, though, was she on a bicycle or a motorbike? How did you guys read it? A bike. bike. I read, yeah, bike. A cyclisty bike. A bike. Yeah. A cycle a bike. Because well, I watched it twice. The second time, it sounded like she could have come off her bike, as in a motorbike, which in mm. that case, I give her a pass. Like, you want to hoon on over to see your sister, jump yeah. on your... No, mm. I took it as she's just like, I'm going to get my basket and go on my bike. Like Millie Molly Mandy down yeah. the street. <laughs> Me too. I, yeah. I was there too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Susan asked, Susan seems suspicious, didn't she? Yeah. She's asked, where's Emily? What's her story? And also 
this is the moment where Dee mentioned that Toadie looks healthier. Mm. And he said, oh, you know, whatever, I was all, I was horrible back when you knew me. And she's like, no, you were always perfect to me. No. And this is, reminds us of why we love her and why I won't hear anything bad about how she's an imposter. I can't even cope. But I love that she's just picking up the small details about things. Like she looked at Susan and said, oh, what happened to your hair? I love yeah. it. Mm, I love yeah. that. That's just like little things that you would notice mm. about people you hadn't seen in ages. Yeah. Your hair's so open plan now. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So then we move into Dullcop's little investigation and he mm. mentions it to his boss, Detlez, the, um, his lesbian supervisor at the yeah, cop I was shop. Say, you might be able to work out how she got her name. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I want to look into it. And then she's s- like, no, actually, you're too close to this. And I will. Even Steph's yeah. saying to him, mate, let your workmates do it. Mm. Like, yeah. You don't have to cover mm. every case. So she's going to look into it, which I think is very sensible. And also she has a little side eye at Steph and says, I heard my ex-girlfriend fixed your car. Oh, you fixed my ex-girlfriend's car. So. Oh, did she used to go with Victoria? The, yeah. Oh, yeah. If, yeah. They have a child together. Josie. Oh. Yeah. And she went out with um, Sonia's son, Callum. So it's all connected. It's a tangled web. Oh, I think my brain just fell out. <laughs> so at this point, uh, they bring up the DNA testing. Like Mark says, well, the let's do it. DNA. Yeah. I would high five yeah, you, yeah. but I'm too close. Yeah. <laughs> D. N A. Uh, <laughs> if I actually wrote that down. Oh, that's perfect. It's like specific, we'll get a title out of that one. It's a yeah, specific yeah. test that only D can yep. do. Uh, but meanwhile, Mark and Sonia go poking around in Toadie's memory shoe box to find something to do the DNA oh, test with. Those little, those meddling kids. I, I got to say, I don't like Sonia. She annoys the hell out of me on a good day. But I'm... I don't think I'd react well to my husband's dead wife coming over to talk about the house. So no. I don't blame her. I don't blame no, her no, for wanting I, to get rid of this woman. But you see, but if I, if my dead wife came back 10 years later, I'd go, well, Australia's finally moved on enough for me to be able to marry a woman. But I would also <laughs> go, I think I'd like a DNA test as well. Like yeah, I think yeah. I would also be going, mm. I need ex- actual proof rather than oh, yeah. you Closure. Just, just going, look, I've got your wedding ring. Like, But it's... The same lady. It's, yeah. yeah I no plastic surgeon is that good. Hollywood is the exhibit A to prove that. Let's think somebody has got to be crazy enough to go to Thailand or whatever and say, see this face? Make me this face. <laughs> it's like, you know, the w- women in Russia who want to look like Barbie. Yeah. 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 But they don't look like Barbie. That's they the don't. point. They yeah. just look like a mangled mess. Yes. And Madeline West looks like Madeline West. Mm. She's breathtaking and yeah. amazing. I loved the throw, the shout out to her. Well, I don't love it, but it was quite gruesome. But when she showed the photos from her injuries, yes. which I think yeah. were her real life bus yes, accident injuries. Oh, yes. Because uh, Madeline got hit by a bus in the early 2000s mm. and had to have a whole face reconstruction. And that's, that's right. When they are comparing the old shots of her, it tends to be ones before her crash anyway so her jawline has changed a fair bit since then Mm. but also she's aged your face slims as you get older as well so yeah yeah. so it is an interesting yeah um pairing of her just changing and the fact that she did have Mm. to Mm. have surgery and all of that so um in fact she's kind of barbie-esque maybe she just went Mm. to thailand and asked to look like a barbie um that's where the bombshell comes in because toadie and d come Mm. in to um and spring them and then they said we just want to contract your family members for some DNA. She goes, every last one of them is dead, including Sister Cecile. Yep. And it was what are the my odds? fault. Mm. So then um, Sonia was asking Dead Cop how – oh, sorry, Dull Cop how good the investigation was. <laughs> dead Cop's a different character. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? We yeah. should mention he, he came back from the dead also. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. So Dull Cop, Mark, yep. he went into witness protection, but everyone thought he was dead. 
and he came back years later. So my theory with Dee was that she'd come out of witness protection as well. Do you reckon that um, everyone thought he was dead or they didn't mind that he was dead? (laughs) The latter. They're like, okay, he was a nice guy. He hung around for a while. We moved on. He wasn't quite as deadly dull back then. You're right, actually. He wasn't. Yeah. When he came back, people were a little bit excited because he was was a bit of eye candy as well then until his brothers came in and eye-candied him. Mm. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, God, is this even making me fall asleep talking about him? So, yeah, Sonia was grilling Mark about how good the police investigation was into Dee's disappearance. And, frankly, having seen every other investigation by Erinsborough Police, it was on par with their their current... (laughs) Basically, they looked for her for maybe 20 minutes and were like, nah, she's gone, mate. Yeah. Anyway... Dull Cop made the um, pretty impressive statement that they searched every house within 50 kilometres of the, the crash site. Now that, can you imagine how big a 50k radius is? Because I, I looked it up on a map and it actually includes all of Melbourne and all of Geelong. <laughs> but also like, if they went to every house in a 50k radius of everyone who goes yeah. missing mm-hmm. offshore... We would have someone at our door probably every All day. The time. Yeah. yeah, just like uh, you were definitely Cal. Yeah, <laughs> you're not far. No, but but also like she didn't get swept into a house. She got no. swept into the sea. It's and not you, like the, they're not knocking on houseboat doors. No, the, the big plot hole here is that people can actually get in cars and drive out of that 50k exclusion zone as well. Yeah, yeah it's the, nothing. Nothing about it makes sense. Why would you search the house? Wouldn't you just knock on the room and go, "Have you got a drowned lady?" And they go, "No, we haven't." <laughs> maybe, just... maybe every house within, say, five hundred meters of the site, yeah. and yeah. half of that's ocean. And then anyway. even even then, you could do a letter drop. Yeah, yeah. Just say, "Have you seen this woman?" Yeah. <laughs> Call Werribee South Police Station. Do one of those, those pictures on a lamppost with like, "Have you seen my bride?" With like the phone numbers <laughs> that you can pull off at the bottom. <laughs> the thing is, though, I want to know why the Erinsborough Police had anything to do with this. It yeah. was nowhere near them. You're right. It's, it's the Werribee Council. <sighs> mm. It should have been the Werribee Police. She could have been living in like the wetlands down at the Pooh Farm. Yeah. Although Detlers did dig up the file, so she must have requested it from the Werribee. <laughs> Although if the Werribee, imagine if the Werribee Sarge gets it across his desk that Dee Bliss is sniffing around again. He'd be like, this was the case that broke me. And he was like, I went to every house in a 50k <laughs> radius and I'm, she wasn't there. He would I come out of so many people. <laughs> he would come out of retirement for this, mm-hmm. going, this is my case. This mm-hmm. is my Moby Dick, you know, I'm coming in for this. And to think she was just in Western Australia having a cold beer. Like, <laughs> man, if only they'd searched every house within, you know, 6,000 k's of the beach, they would have found her. If only they'd put it on the news. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they had to do. This woman's missing. Although they did say there was an inquest. Was the inquest ever mentioned on the show? Yes, because they had to declare her legally dead. So he could get oh, married. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Which was sad. probably about the time he married Steph. What? Yes. Yep. Have I missed a whole wife out? Yeah. And he married her twice. And now his current wife is having her baby. Hang on. So did he really love Steph or was it like, oh, you need a green card to stay in Yeah, he was mates. Or... He was mates with Steph. But he, he really liked her and she was ambivalent and then... They decided to get married. She's doing and then, a lot of things without really being sure about them. And then the second mm. marriage, I think, was the sham marriage because she was pregnant. Do you remember Libby? Susan, Carl and Susan's oh, daughter? Yes. Mm. She was pregnant with Libby's husband's baby. Yeah, she's, she did the dirty on with Libby's husband. Yeah. You know what? When you recap it like this, Kate. Oh, this is why I hate Steph. What, Steph? Yeah. Well, I'm reminded, like, because often it seems like a wholesome show and then you, you so hear about this and you're like, this not. is not the way neighbours should act and this, then what? this this is um cj mocked up a little um on the art of neighbors facebook page she's got toad love with all his sister wives 
So you've got Sonia, you've got Steph, and you've got Dee. There you go. All right, to round off the whole Toadie and Dee thing on the Wednesday, Delcop comes back and says all of her stories check out. Yes, she had a sister called Cecile, came off her bike, it wasn't Dee's fault. Even though she blames herself and Toadie and Dee have this really heartfelt moment where they're like, don't blame yourself, you don't blame yourself either, I was guilty about the accident, we're okay, we're all friends here. And now they're going to sit down and talk about the bliss estate. The stately, stately bliss manner. Yes, state of bliss. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sonia takes off. She's all too much for her. And she says possibly the most insensitive line of the week, which I'll play for you now. You don't have to pretend this is easy for you. It's just Jared and I have not been... Oh, God, I wish I could just be like Dee and disappear, Mark. Son. Oh, yeah. Get stuffed. Sonia, yeah. take a look at yourself. She's terrible. Like, yes, you might be having some issues with this, but you don't get to. I just think there's a time and a place for her to be having issues and maybe book a session with your psychologist, air all your grievances there. Don't bring it home with you. Your husband's going through a really tough time. She's having a tantrum going, I want the attention for the next nine months and it's all going to be about me, me, me. And, you know, it's not even his baby probably. No. So, you know. Get over it. Oh, he's going to be so sad and it's going to be so great when he plays How are they going to work out that it's not his baby, though? What, the baby isn't, oh, I don't but know. But it's going to come out looking like a fish and then we'll yeah, all know. it's going to come out with a, it's going to have a mullet. Yeah, it's going to have a terrible shirt. Yeah. You're wearing a terrible <laughs> shirt. We're going to pause now and hear some voice memos from some of our neighbours' council. We've got uh, Gemma from Lincolnshire's weighing in, Matthew Rimmer on Twitter, and we'll finish with Paul and Sarah uh, from the Art of Neighbours Facebook group. Um, they had a, a great old rant and it cut off at the end, but I love it anyway. So we'll hear from them now. Hi, neighbours. This is Gemma from Lincolnshire. And I just had to comment on this week's neighbours. It is annoying me so much. Dee is one of the nicest characters to ever enter the neighbours portfolio. And now they're making her look like a shady character. I cannot believe they have done this. So, Dee that is clearly D. They have used the same actress. If you're going to use the same actress, it has to be the same person. But I am so worried that actually what they're doing is they're setting it up to be her sister or another character pretending to be her and a complete imposter. It's not. It's very much D. Do not do this, neighbours. I'll be so upset. We all moaned that it was another Harold storyline, but actually deep down, that's what we all want. We want D and we want the real D back. D and Toadie forever. Come on, Team D. Defo Team D. Friday's episode, what was that? I didn't I didn't tune in to watch a wombat. I don't really care about the wombat that is now in Gary's shed. Uh-uh. I wanted to see D. What an exciting start to the week with the return of dead wife D. I just wanted to focus in on one particular moment. The hug an overwhelmed Toadie gave D when they were sat at the table. This is where soaps excel. Yes, D's return is a ludicrous, outlandish plot but we've been watching Ryan Maloney inhabit this character for 22 years, and he brought that history to humanise that delightful moment of raw emotion. Top acting all round from those involved in this storyline as they helped sell a far-fetched concept. I find myself Team Sonia, but long may D grace our screens. Hi! Oh my god, Sarah and Paul, we just watched Deepocalypse, the reveal. Um, it was actually amazing. It was amazing. It was really I knew you weren't dead, Dee. I always believed in you. I knew you'd come back. I knew you were part mermaid. Oh, it was the greatest time. It was quite a good oh, story. Quite a good I liked it. I liked the head injury. I liked the amnesia. I liked the 
helicopters. The acting was pretty good as the well. The acting was good. Like, the story was good. Apart from one thing, there was one person. There was one person, well, there were two people, mostly one person, who we didn't like in this episode. I mean, they're quite high on the list of people I don't like in Neighbours anyway, to be fair. Who um, was it, Paul? Mark, fuck off Brennan. Oh my god, fuck off Mark, fuck off, stop trying to arrest people's friends. Fucking, must you only arrest people you know who are almost in your family? Why can't you just go and arrest some actual criminals? Do you remember when those people stole cars over and over again and it turned out to be your fucking brother? Just stop it, stop going to, re- go, stop hanging around Harold's arresting people you know. And also, Sonia, oh, her her story's not very believable. You pretended to be a guide dog trainer and then snuck. Now, while Sonia and Mark are off gallivanting around the countryside, he stands up staff in the pub Mm. where Victoria comes in to pick up the pieces. That's Mm. very much par for the course of him lately. He's not very interested in his lesbian girlfriend. Oh, sorry, she's bi. But he's not very interested in her and... There's people that are. Yeah. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. So it's stiff bisexual. Stiff yeah, bi. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But it was ki- it kind of all happened off screen, which was quite fun. Like she just came back from the psych ward and found and we found out she was having an affair with her nurse, who's a lady. Oh, and there's, there's no kind of medical misconduct going on there at all. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Oh, she actually went on trial. Toadie represented her. Yeah. So at least that was taken care of. Mm-hmm. There's at least one person in Aaron's borough more interested in staff than her fiance. Yeah, and that is Victoria. That's Victoria. Which the, we're all thrilled about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we we're oh, for okay. it. Yeah, yeah. right. Because they're much more interesting couple. Mm. Staff and any lady, I'm much more invested mm-hmm. in. It's already more interesting. And they get on the terps, and she goes off back to the motel. But Mark's there, and she's all turned on from Victoria. So she grabs Mark for a bit of oh, afternoon okay. delight. Yeah. See, I interpreted that as, oh, I'm I'm sizzling chemistry with Victoria. I, I'm denying it, and I'm going to jump on him oh. to to oh, deny okay. to oh, deny yeah. that it's Victoria. That okay, I'm yeah, it works that way mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, works that way. By the way, she's primed. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. She's ready to go. <laughs> Whoever's around, away you go. Now, someone else needs to take the lead here on the Tanak Packers. Because I've checked out of this. I've checked mm-hmm. out. I never checked in. So these are this this is who I initially thought were the gay Japanese couple. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> and then I thought that the guy that looks a bit like a young Nick Cave was the older brother. Mm-hmm. And then the guy with the floppy hair is the younger brother. But you tell me, Kate, that they're twins. They're twins, yes. Mm-hmm. Can't you tell? I can't believe that you didn't pick that. Did, just like Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, of course, of course. Now it's so clear. <laughs> they're twins. They one's a doctor or doctor in training. The short one. Yep, and the tall one is an entrepreneur who's launched a backpacker's hostel out of a shed. Who comes to Erinsborough to backpack? Like, what is in Erinsborough that you go... Well, there's there's two other hotels. Mm. So we now have three places that people can stay in Erinsborough. We've got Lassiter's. Yep. High end. And then the Dive Hotel. A dive. Yeah. And now we've got a backpack. So there's levels at least. Hmm. So you could come and stay in the backpackers and sightsee Lassiter's and the Skirty Motel. You'd yeah. be like, oh, I've checked out two forms of accommodation. Oh, the... <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the dive motel's more of an hourly. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you don't want to do that at the backpackers. There's too Wh- many people. Which was why it was a bit offensive that Steph put D up there mm. or whatever. She's a classy lady. But Paul and Therage are absolutely outraged that there is now a third form of accommodation in Erinsborough, despite them not being rivals in any way at all. The backpackers are not taking any accommodation away from uh, Lassiter's and, in fact, would be providing customers to the waterhole. Yes. Mm. Yeah, because they're always down the pub. So Mm. are Therage and Paul together? 
No, there's free song. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. So they've hooked up a couple of times, but they're, they're bitter rivals that can't take their eyes off right. each other. And yeah. does he still have a fake leg? Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. I was about to say, you'll never guess yes. what's no, up I with did Paul. Know. Oh, but I wondered if maybe that and, had been retconned and, and he had a real one. And CJ's right into Paul and Therese. Yeah, I want it to happen. Uh, <laughs> so they're teasing Warney's arrival at the opening of the grand opening of the backpackers, the Tanak Packers. I, I was suspicious because I follow the real Warney on Twitter and mm-hmm. he tweets like every five minutes and I'd heard nothing about this. So already oh. my antenna was up saying that Warney's not on Neighbours tonight. Often, I'm not a big fan of the marketing skills of the Brennan. Yeah. Because he doesn't really do any marketing. He just sort of creates a hashtag every now Mm -hmm. and then. This was brilliant. Like to say that Warnie was coming and to like do a campaign about that and then have it be an Australian animal. I mean, Similar it, is, to it is false advertising. And you would it go, is false. But you would go, Warney would be where there were a lot of young English women. Like he would go, <laughs> that would be some environment he would enjoy. Exactly where he would be, mm. exactly. It, false advertising or marketing, they're very similar There, there was sizzle. But also, yeah. when it turned out just to be a baby wombat, everyone was like, nah. Like there was, no, there was no disappointment. It was like, oh, a baby wombat is genuinely more exciting than Shane Warne. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> firstly, yes. But it's, like, yeah, it's not like the Warney fan club had turned up and gone, oh, and just like walked off in disgust. Oh, you, <laughs> you've bowled me for six, mate. <laughs> and also, can someone um, give me any kind of guidelines as to what wildlife you're allowed to keep in a backpack? It's like, are you allowed to have a baby well, wombat? Actually, I, I am fond of looking up legislation oh. when it comes to neighbours. Quick, quick question though: Is the idea that he lives there? Because when he becomes a big wombat, he'll kill them well, all. Well, also yeah. very bad tempered animals, aren't they? On Thursday, we did see that he was being kept in a cyclone wire enclosure. So, yeah, I've looked up legislation. Mm-hmm. You actually do need a um, basic animal carer's permit to keep a wombat. Strangely enough, because you just can't mm-hmm. keep. Can just native, get one. No, native animals. <laughs> like it's a hamster or yeah. something. <laughs> but in terms of housing them, they actually need to be um, have a floor dimensions of at least 3.6 metres square and a height of 1.2 metres. And mm. um, the fence needs to go underground as well. Because yeah, they oh. burrow. They mm. burrow. Oh. And mm. that just had like a kind of a swinging gate on it. That, that yeah. poor animal was going to escape one way or the other. And also... A country practice did the pet wombat. They did. Yeah. Yes. No, that was a rescued one though, I oh. think. Wasn't it called Grumpy or something? Fatso. 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 That's right. And I think, but I think they rescued it. Oh, okay. Um, whereas this guy has gone out and stolen a wombat out Procured of its mother's clutches. Yeah. Yeah. Also, also, they're not allowed to be in places with loud noises. So like TVs oh, or backpackers. drunks and that. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's an all-round debacle. animal. It, exactly. It's a wombat debacle. It's balls up. Mm. What do you think of the new set, the eco-friendly shed? That they're with the patch of grass that they're oh. going to have a communal garden on and stuff. Do you reckon they've got a long drop toilet there? Because that's <laughs> it, not what you yeah. wanted at backpackers. I don't know. The Tanak Packers, I just, it's a shed, mate. Just stop. When I think about backpackers, I think of three things. I think it's going to smell really bad, like mm-hmm. of BO and old cooking. Um, there's probably going to be bad bugs. And there's going to be weirdos who virtually live there. Yes. There'll be an older man in his 60s mm. who's been there for like nine months. It's, well, we, we we are going to have weirdos that live there yeah. by the end of the week. Yeah, we are going to have an older man and his younger girlfriend <laughs> yes, shacking up. Mm. So the big reveal, one is a wombat. So And in the next episode, the wombat makes the front page, which firstly we learn it's a public holiday, it's Australia Day. No one's really got prepared for that. No matter what their feelings are about whether it's Invasion Day or Survival Day or Australia Day, no one has got anything prepared for Australia Day, which seems a little oh. lackadaisical. Except he did prepare the Tanak Packers launch on a public holiday, mm. which is a strange decision. Also, it's the end of tourism season. 
Well, who would she? Ja- Jasmine ra- raised, oh, sorry, yeah, Mr. Udagawa's sister yeah. or cousin, Jasmine, raised a massive point with Rage. How come you don't have anything on? Like, there should yes. be live bands, there should be a sausage sizzle. But who are these people? Are they on the board or something? Because Therese yeah. owns this hotel. Why can't she just no, do what she, she doesn't? Wants? She, she bought into it, but it's still run by like a parent group, mm, which right. is which they bought um, off of the quills. That was so, a terrible the, idea. The Udagawas were around in the late 80s, early 90s. Mm. Um, and it was Paul. Oh, were they? Paul used to. Um, maybe he used to have like formal yes. business meetings with the Japanese conservative businessman. Yes. That's he's the grandfather of the the short fellow in the show. Now, so um, bring me up to speed on this. The very tiny Japanese businessman has there been an appalling storyline where he's been mistaken for a child mm-hmm. almost immediately. The moment his first sentence oh. to rage directed him to the children's play area. As an actor, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about that when you're given the part? As someone of short stature, do you go, this is the work that I'm always offered? Well, we talked at length in a bonus episode of Neighbours um, about diversity in casting mm-hmm. with Kate Hood, who plays Maxine, who's in a wheelchair, and Sancia Robinson, who played a quadriplegic on Neighbours. Why can't we just write someone in, in a wheelchair and not have that even be part be of the their... Defining they just arrive yeah, in a wheelchair character. and that's, what, yeah. that's, and, that's part and, of the And have that, yeah. have that actor, but don't have them, like, mistaken for a child. Or, like, or, or have, the, have the character front foot it and say... Yeah. G'day, I'm your boss. No, I'm not looking for the playground. Like, he can yeah. front foot mm. it and make mm. a joke about it, but don't put that on Tarage. That said, he gave her a massive smackdown after that. Like, it was very embarrassing for Tarage. Like, it, it did turn as around. It, as it would be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but it just, yeah, it was unnecessary. She's also, yeah. she's quite scared of him the whole, every time she sees him. Yeah, that right? is great. They have carried that on. She's mm. frightened of him and she's now, frightened of no one. She'd like him to stay. And not this terrible cousin sister yeah. woman who just seems rude and is upset that she doesn't have anything on for Australia Day. Raising raising very pertinent questions. And why mm. do we have to have this sister? He's doing the job just was fine. He, was she a cousin or a sister? Because because there was some. I thought was a she was a cousin. Her, her her mother was born into it. Like it was. And it was his weird. mother was married into it, and that's why he's only a half. It's very strange. Yeah, it's half Udagawa. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a weird sort of thing where he was like, "I'm a half blood," and it's like we, we don't want to yeah. talk oh, like that you're anymore. A muggle. Do we? Yeah. yeah. And know. when is it going to come out that the Tanakas are born in there somewhere? Because it's how many oh, Japanese families? 100%. Yeah. How many Japanese families are all on the street at the same time? Well, we're still looking for their father. Yes. Oh, who's their mum? Uh, well, long? actually, no. Her mum was back at back in the Scott and Charlene days. There's actually old oh. episodes on YouTube. Which shows the mum finding out she's pregnant. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. What? Her name was Jenny. I, I had think. no idea they went this far back into yeah, the an- yeah, yeah, annals. Yeah. Well, wow. except I think they must have. Yeah, they must have picked up the storyline, but they've never acknowledged it really in the show. It's more being people online doing the research, going, "Oh, here's oh. the mum here." Yeah. yeah. Because they knew you'd come through, Kate. Yep. <laughs> no, no. Look, it wasn't me. It was someone. It was other. It was more hardcore people than me. <laughs> I didn't know there was. More. Well, really, get get online someday, CJ. <laughs> well, yeah, I miss things by not being online So, Tarage's got egg on her face because she doesn't have anything planned, but mm-hmm. thankfully the Tanak Packers' Warney Wombat has been kidnapped, which... Another incredibly plausible development. Or, or he just wandered away, one of the yeah, two. He borrowed out of his English. Yeah. <laughs> which, to me... You've already had your launch. You've already had your photo op. Who cares if the wombats wandered yeah. off? I mean, the the ranger might care, but Un- unfortunately, yes, that would be the thought. And the market is like, whatever. I don't care about the wombat yeah. anymore. Let's move on. Like, <laughs> we made the front page, bitches. Yeah. Like, who cares? I made a booking to see a wombat. <laughs> yeah, that's apparently the thing because everyone wanted to have their photos taken with the wombat. Go to that's bloody Hillsville Sanctuary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The great day on Australia Day. I got to say, when we do cut to the wombat 
that's being kidnapped. How adorable. He was yeah. pretty yeah. cute. Yeah. So damn cute. cute. And then when the Nick Cave Tanaka was feeding him, um, <laughs> it was quite, he was kind of shoving the bottle in and out of its mouth like in a kind of sewing machine action. I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure that's not how you feed a wombat. Or anyone, <laughs> so, yeah, really. Or anyone. Yeah. No creature. Also, massive shout out to Aaron down the mines who recognised that it's culturally insensitive to celebrate Australia Day mm-hmm. because um, by many we know it as Invasion Day, which um, references the col- the colonial invasion. Funny thing is, because he used to date Nate, who's Aboriginal and also Susan's nephew, and he was She's saying a lot of nephews. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. the Greeks; everyone's yeah. just related. So, and he was saying, "Oh, we didn't really do anything for Australia Day because of Mike's boyfriend," mm. but. Nate this year has was like the lead character in the Australian Lamb commercial. Yeah, to celebrate ah. Australia Day. Yeah, the handsome Aboriginal guy. Yeah, in that. Yeah, 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 that was Nate. Wow, wow. I didn't even pick that up. So I think it's baby steps. I would even love it if next year the whole of the show just went. We're not going to celebrate Australia Day at all. We'll just just yeah, not mention yeah, it. Or we'll go to a rally if they all went. We're Imagine all going to march. How great would that be? That would be amazing. Oh. I feel they don't always acknowledge it. Like we don't always get it come up as a storyline. I we? feel like they do it the same with Melbourne Cup. Sometimes mm. they'll have a big parade and other mm. years they'll go, oh, you're going to put a bet on? Oh, end of story. But that's mm. it. I think they just really want to have the flags and the wombats out for the UK viewers. I really think yeah. that's all. Yeah. Plus there was a competition out. running of Spot the Kangaroo and you enter and oh, win a trip to the I did, Outback. I did notice people carrying it around. Yeah. yeah, it was ugly. Home stretch. All this guff happens with the bloody wombat getting held for ransom and someone cutting out magazine letters and making a ransom note. Care factor zero. Somehow Gary's involved. Don't care. We started the week with Dee coming back from the dead. I'm not finishing the week with a wombat ransom. No. Nah, look, he he just needs to get the money elsewhere, go to work. Why does this family not realise that to go to, to earn a reasonable income, just go to work. Just get a job. (laughs) Just go to work. The scam is they pay you every week. Yeah. That's amazing. Ring up your local dodgy person that you owe money to. Go on a payment plan. Mm. Everything will be mm. fine. Sometimes it's fortnightly, but in between you can chuck some stuff at cash converters. And exactly. Or the bric-a-brac. You should have taken out. the wombat to cash converters. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 that's that's only cats converters. <laughs> don't laugh at that, Cal. You're only encouraging <laughs> I her. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, other big news of, for Ramsey Street is Paige's pregnancy. Amy is singing like a canary. Oh, that bitch. I've got to say, on a week where we've got a young, lovely girl that we've, we were a big fan of on um, Neighbours, pregnant to a priest, pretending it's a gay guy's kid, that wasn't the biggest story. No. How amazing is that? <laughs> yeah. That was just the B story. Yeah, it's the B. So, so uh, Hot Priest, how, uh, this is a crass question, but how many times did they do it? Was it once off or was it like in a long... It was, it was a holy like, moment. Mm. It mm. was, um, she jumped out of a hot air balloon to save herself. <laughs> Into a reservoir. It's okay. She didn't like... <laughs> Surely she should have found D in the reservoir. That we, should have been there. We should mention other people died in the accident. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, but it was, she, she it was a important. character we didn't... We, yeah. It was a minor character, so we were True. connected so to a her. Couple of years, so a couple of months ago, because how pregnant is she? She's... She's, mm. she's she's in the second trimester now. Okay, so like yeah. four months along. So yeah. four months ago someone yeah. fell out of a hot air balloon and died in a reservoir. No, she no. lived. Um, Jack plucked her out. Father, hot, mm. Oh, she was washed up on shore. Yeah. And in a wedding dress, weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> it, wouldn't it be amazing if Paige is like, I'm alive and guess who I found? Basically, Paige jumped out of a hot air balloon. Mm-hmm. She got found by the priest who was really in love with her because he'd had amnesia. Long story. Um, and then he ripped off his priest collar. And took her. 
basically. Yeah. A, a, a literal roll in the hay. Yeah. yeah. Really? And, and she was obviously into it as well. It wasn't very into it. Yeah, she was, it was the greatest day of her life. Also, I guess no contraception. Or maybe if she was on the pill. My theory is, because Paige keeps talking about how she's shocked. I'm so shocked that I got pregnant. Look, she got impregnated by the, the holy seed. <laughs> it's, it's powerful stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, okay, fair enough, they don't have condoms. But she could have been on the pill. But maybe in the stress of falling out of a hot air balloon... She missed a day. She must have missed a day. On the way out of the sky. She definitely wouldn't have had it on her, the The, tablet. And her dad was wandering around the bush trying to find her, quite worried about where his daughter was after jumping out of the sky. And she just didn't care at all. She was just in this shed with a priest. What is, it, what, what is it with all these accident victims just never telling their loved ones oh. that they're okay? No, no, but he came in, Brad, Drab, sorry, his name's Drab. Okay. Drab came into the room, and, into, sorry, the barn with the strangest look on his face like he could smell something in the air. It was, oh, was a weird moment. 100% new. Yeah. And, and in fact, when the, the Who's the Daddy Committee sat around to nut it out, mm-hmm. um, it's a wonder Drab didn't go, hey guys, a few months ago I walked in on Paige and Jack. Looking post-coital. Yeah, mm. um, maybe that's a thing. And also, Paige was so excited. You can tell on her face that she wanted to be like, Dad, I just totally rooted the breeze. <laughs> and, you know. Did they talk about it afterwards? Or was it just like, oh, we won't mention what Barely. They yeah. barely talked about it. She, well, she was like, oh, well, we're going to be together now. And he's like, nah, still BFFs with still God. Still married to God. Yeah. yeah. Um, this was a slip up. This is the point where... Amy guesses the pregnancy because... Yeah. Sorry, Amy, where does Amy fit in? Who does Amy belong Paul's to? Paul's daughter, okay, who's right, a mm. New Zealander. Just one of his... Well, yeah, she's your brethren. <laughs> Amy... Could you tell? Was Zoe, there a connection? Zoe Cremond is Kiwi and she... But the character Amy lived in New Zealand for most right. of her life and then came out here to find her dad and stuff. Yeah. That's uh, how they explain her vocal disability. <laughs> well, actually, no, Nick, Nick Cave, um, Tanaka's yeah. a New Zealander too. Is he? Yes. Oh, we get everywhere. It was strange. They were twins, but they lived. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Mm. In the he just picked up. The, it's it's like fraternal twins. Like mm. they're fraternal twins, but one of them just picked up a different accent. Well, they should have known who their dad was. He's obviously in New Zealand. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So Lauren mentions bloody prawns, and Paige can't have prawns, and that's oh, she is loose-lipped. That was oh, her and Amy. They had Loss, two- Loss shouldn't have said it in the first place because Paige is an adult and she'd go, you know what, I just won't eat the prawns. Yeah, she could have just said buy all the food and yeah. then we'll divvy it up when everyone sits yeah. down to tea. The other thing that upset me about it was, was I can't remember which male character, generic nice man, yeah. said, uh, let's have a barbecue, we'll fry up some fish. Excuse and me. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> generic nice man, you mean my TV boyfriend, Ned Willis. Oh. <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> Yeah, just uh, what a barbecue isn't frying fish. Like, no. Yeah, you can have your prawns, but where's your meat? And yeah, snags. It's yeah. like they had to pay a copyright fee for throwing shrimp on the Barbies. Yeah. They didn't want to say it. <laughs> and also, if Nate's lamb ads have taught us nothing, is that you're meant to eat lamb at an Aussie exactly. Day barbecue. So, yeah. All the craziness. Uh, and that's, she finds out, runs straight over to Leo to say, you're the father of this baby. He's like, nah, mate, see you later. Then she goes around to... Confront Paige and say, I know your news, I know your secret, and blabs in front of Tanaka One who's mm. sitting there. She doesn't know that he knows about yeah. the baby. Oh, that woman, Amy. Yeah, she's really annoyed me. And Very see, Paige is a bit of a street fight. I reckon Paige should have just turned around and just like, yeah, said, rack off, mole. Kind of, yeah, that sort yeah. of thing. She did have a great delivery when she said, and how exactly did you figure it out? Yeah. <laughs> But I love what um, Nick Cave Tanaka said. Where that's great. That's going on the list. Great. Um, the, I'm so excited. Straight to the pool room. That one. Um, but 
he said, if that was my child and I just found out about it like that, that was very, very mm. wrong of you. And Amy was like, shit, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm being inappropriate. And yeah. actually you rejected yeah. me so you have no business roying in on my yeah. love life, so bye. Yeah. And is Amy a lot older than Nick Cave Tanaka? Or time's yeah. elastic in yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. Nebulous, in her 30s-ish. And so she was, she's, she's got a, a, a 12-year-old or 11-year-old kid. Yeah. She was a kid in the late 80s, so maybe she would have been in about, born about... 83, right. 84. And then Nick Cave Tanaka is how old? Like, I no. thought he was early 20s or something. They, the, yeah, the Tanakas seem to be mid-20s, I think, because yeah. oh, the other oh. one's a doctor. But so, he's just finished his last year of uni and then became a surgeon at Aaronsborough Hospital because that's the way it works. Yeah. I, I think, hang on, if, if we go by the timeline of his mum being pregnant around the Scott Robinson era, but before he got married to Charlene, that they would have been born around... 86, 87? Yeah, right. Okay. So similar, similar. Yeah. A couple of years younger. All right. That's, that all checks out. So she, Amy had one job because she, she said, I won't say anything. And then immediately she tells the entire country. A terrible person. And then attends the family barbecue later <laughs> in the week. Bringing like the, the bloody pages ex-love as ex-love. well. Mm. Everyone, Everyone knows, knows that. The whole big scandal of the street was that Paige had the hots for a priest don't bring the bloody priest. Yeah. And then I didn't think priests were allowed to drink either, but then he's old McDrunky oh, no, McDrunk face. Ca- Catholics fucker. are allowed to. Are they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. They're not allowed to get hammered. They can have oh, a little tipple. Well, the priest at my wedding might disagree with you. He, <laughs> really? got, he got into a bit of a drinking contest with my friend's husband, <laughs> well, which was initiated by the husband, not realising that the, uh, you know, 65-year-old priest who probably downs a bottle of spirits a night could drink him well under the table. Wow, this sounds like a great wedding. <laughs> I guess he'd clocked off by that stage, so... Well, he married, he'd done his service, came back, and he could just stumble back to the where he was living. So there you go. There you go. The, I'm learning um, so much. Well, he's done this before, and it was page related when he got drunk, and I think he passed out on someone's lawn or something. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so he look, needs to go to everything anonymous. He does. Actually, he had amnesia too. Yeah, he, he had a what? He yeah. had amnesia. He had an ABI and amnesia. He and, was, and then an they, ABI acquired brain injury. Oh, I thought you said an ABI like an acquired like a, <laughs> an acquired crazy violence or something. <laughs> crazy violence. Thing. <laughs> he, they knew him as Jack as John Doe for ages. Because he didn't Father know who he was. John Doe? Yeah, Father yeah. Doe. Yeah. We called him Father Doe. Oh, no. We didn't know he was a priest when he was a Doe. Yeah, okay. he was just John Doe. And then the big reveal was he, he, he found his backpack with all his belongings in it and had his dog collar in there. He's like, hang on a minute. Oh, I must be a dog owner. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Poor little puppies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Poor Patch. <laughs> he. Um, they have a big chat around at the family, but this is where T1 drops his big idea to Paige and she's like, look, look, look at all this strife this is causing you about everyone's trying to guess who the dad is and no one's going to leave you alone. Let's just make it be me and I'll do a Stefan Toadie on you and I'll pretend, because Toadie pretended he was the father yep. Yep. of the affair baby, I'll pretend to be the father. And then she's like, but the baby's not going to come out Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I like that because someone finally yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. recognised. Okay. Okay. Uh, can, I, can I put my experience... In sure. creating a Eurasian child. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I think the Tanakas technically might be Eurasian themselves, so like yes. half yep. half white, half Japanese. Yeah, right? which the actors are as well, they've mentioned. Yeah, yeah. which, yeah, they are. Mm. And so this baby would only be a quarter Asian as such and could very well either look full Asian, which if you look at the John and Kate plus eight from Fox <laughs> yes, yes. hooked on that show. Their kids are like only a quarter Asian and they are they look full, mm. fully Asian. Or they might just look completely white. 
Mm-hmm. So, and Paige has already got dark hair and brown eyes. Yeah. So, look, she, I, if, if, if anything, the baby looks like Paige, it could plausibly be um, Doc Becker's yeah. child. And she already were asking questions. She's meant to look like Drab and Laws and she doesn't. So, really. Well, that's exciting. Like, she's got very dark colour. She colouring. looks like Gina Liano, who was her adoptive mum. Yeah. Oh. But also, I was taken back by this thing and I'm like, but I don't think he was even there then. So I looked it up and he was. But he'd been on the show a week. And Loz asks, when did this happen? And then she she says, oh, was it back when you had your boxing, you punched a girl out in your first boxing match and he was there to help look after that situation? And is that when you fell for him? And she went, yep. That sounds good to me, Mum. Like, oh. that's what happened. Well done, Erinsborough Hospital, for just, like, letting a doctor impregnate a poor woman that's been concussed. <laughs> Look, I've got Another something that'll perk you right up. <laughs> it worked for the balloon injury, so... <sighs> then, at this point, the bomb drops. She's like, actually, I just wanted this barbecue to be family because T1 and I had some news. And it all comes out that he's the fake dad. That, that is, this is the most far-fetched attempt at beating mm. ever. Mm. Also because half the street's already suspecting that T1 is gay. Yes. And, and who is the very attractive man that is also gay? Aaron Down the Mines. Aaron Down the Mines. He's okay. um, Dalcop's brother. Oh. And Tyler's brother. They're all brothers. The three hot. Oh, the that's three, all making so much sense. The three male models. Yeah. Yes, the generic all, hot guys. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So when Jack finds out that Paige is preg, he marches straight over to her and mm. says, is it mine? Which firstly, let, let's do some small talk before we get there. But, but also, shut up with your presuming she's having sex with lots of people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She was in love with him. Yeah. His, his first reaction when she goes, no, it's not. And he goes, oh, well, I thought not. I thought it must be someone else's. <gasps> really? Yeah. So judgy. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, hate him. There was that weird mm. bit where he was doing a confession and it may have been because I was writing notes, but who was he confessing to? Yeah. He just seemed to be in an empty room. God. No. No one. And Mary, our um, Twitter friend, Judah Fruit, is, uh, works with the Catholic Church in Townsville and she was the first to point out, um, you're meant to confess to someone and he ain't. That yeah. room's empty. The Catholic religion is all about checks and balances and people being there to make the decision on what you mm-hmm. have or, to do. Or at least it should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, what you have to do to make up for what you did. And no one's calling him on his... And yeah, he didn't an even office. confess the whole thing. He just said, oh, yeah, I told you I loved Paige. Mm. I loved a woman. But I he, loved her so much she's pregnant. I he loved her with my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he left out a few details in that confessional. But also the barbecue goes on. Like, okay. surely yeah. that's grounds to shut down the barbie. I love, I love yeah. when he gets drunk and then he walks into the house and he's like, oh, my God. Like, surely the bombshell drops. At that point, Loz should have gone, everyone, Orcs. go to the pub. Yeah, yeah. Let's. We need a family meeting. Pot, pot and a palmer, down the pub. This is family time now. Yeah. Jack's problem is, though, T1's confessed that he likes the fellas. Yeah. Oh, to has him. he? Yeah. Yep. To the priest. Yeah. Yep. So now he's caught between a rock and a hard place because he can't break the confessional seal to say, no, no, your baby daddy told me he was gay. So really. He won't break the confessional seal for like massive things. No. That was, there was something. There was a, wasn't it the person who was releasing snakes on Erinsborough was confessing to him? Like there was like a potential murderer. That he wouldn't break the seal on, but he's he's tempted by outing a, sexuality a, of yeah wow yeah. yeah because he's a terrible person he yes. sounds like such an asset to the church he well does. He, we started off calling him Father Doe mm-hmm. then he moved to Father Creepy because he was creepy yeah. yeah and I'm calling him Father Father I just yeah he's terrible and also I love when Paige is telling people yeah T1's the dad and people are looking at him like man he's gay. 
Yeah, but, but he's also, not into you. However, the other part of their brains is going, Paige is pretty hot and saucy. Like, yeah, if true. anyone was going to turn a person, yeah. it's Olympia Valance. Yeah, it's that not 100% true, but she, it's clearly he's clearly not into her. Yeah. 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 Imagine if instead of Paige getting pregnant to the priest, she'd actually got pregnant with the Tanaka and they were a couple like Kel uh-huh. thought they were, and she was just the surrogate mum. That's not have been a great story. Well, it's been a really nice, surrogacy. nice positive surrogacy yeah, story yeah. rather than the weird, I'm forcing you to have your own baby. Because mm. obviously, like, I know, like, we've friends that have had kids with donors and, and mm-hmm. all of that, and it's actually quite a beautiful, it can be quite a beautiful mm. experience. Like, you can't have kids and someone else gives that to you and it's a be- it can be it a beautiful be no, story no bigger gift yeah. yeah and the fact that it had to be written in this weird yeah. way awkward way where it's this uh, this would have been a great story mm. and they still could have kept it secret and made it some yeah, thing yeah. for a bit it uh, would have been good now warney gate wraps mm-hmm. up thank god however we we have some Drop in appearance by some cricketers, a trio of cricketers. Oh, some beautifully wooden performances. <laughs> that was the worst. They were cute. They, no. were, they were adorable, but it's always like, oh, they're so sort of excited to be on set and they're doing their best. And, and they've, they've got to remember to read out the charity name. And Yep. I, I had no idea exist. who any like of them the were. the charity exists, but they weren't giving the money to the no. <laughs> Yeah, so they, they mentioned the Alana and Madeline charity, which is a real great charity. Yeah, it's really but great. Then, but then... Is it, are they going to get any money? I don't think so. Yeah. No, it's all going to If anything, they should have forfeited their payment for appearing on set that day and that payment should go to the Alana and Madeline Foundation. Well, which they may have. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they yeah, may have. True. I give them the benefit of the doubt. Skip over them because no one knows who they are. Yeah. CJ, did you recognise them? No, but my husband was watching with oh. me that, that night. So. And he recognised them? Yeah, and he... he my husband recognised one. That yeah, was it. Was the it older one. No, no, it was the younger one he recognised. Oh, the younger one I, I've seen. Yeah. The younger man. I haven't seen the woman. Mm. That doesn't surprise the me that guy. I haven't yeah. seen mm. much of women's sport on television. Yeah, it's recently then, kicking in though. The WBBL is getting a run. Um, and then the older man who was like commentator, past player. Yes. Um, my husband went. Oh, that's terrible acting. Insert name. I don't remember. I think he's quite a nice yeah. guy, and he's a yeah. good. He's a good sport, as mm-hmm. they say. But yes, there was some. There was some. I have learnt my lines acting. Yeah, it was Aww. not. But I think it was. It was cute. It was I cute. I just didn't yeah. understand it. Yeah. Finish with piles braiding. They've. She's foot the bill for a motel room for the two of them. Isn't that classy of a twenty-five-year-old bloke to have his teenage girlfriend pay for his I, hotel I, bill? This is a shock to me that he was twenty-five. I thought they were two teenage kids. Yeah. But you're saying she's at high school and he is a man in his mid twenties. Yeah, he's got a full time job. And, well he did. And he's he lost um it. had a go at both her sisters as well. Yeah. This it's far more sinister than I thought. Mm. Like I thought it was unbelievable anyway because they hired a motel room and didn't immediately have sex. No, they didn't do it. They it were playing they were getting cuts at cups of tea and playing cards. What was I'm the brain, deal? Yeah. Like, was she with Arnie Flo that day? I don't understand yeah. why they did it. Oh, that's a great oh. theory. But then, and then he was giving her a shoulder massage. I was like, I don't reckon I got a massage from a boyfriend until I was in my thirties. Same, like, exactly the same. I think I'm still waiting. <laughs> but, but see, you innocently turned on neighbours, and you see a girl braiding a man's hair, and you think, well, isn't this lovely? But no, that's not how lovely it is. Um, that was possibly the most disturbing image I've ever seen. Yeah. That was like Lolita territory. It was. It was braiding. weird. He tried, Eddie, you know what? He looked a lot like her with his hair braids. Yes. <laughs> it looked the same. When couples start dressing the same. Mm-hmm. What happens is Paul comes in and interrupts this scenario because he's cottoned on. Because what name has Piper checked in with at the dive motel? Clementine Ford. 
which blew my mind. Blew my mind. I was like, it can't, is that a coincidence? Well, her, her cat is called Clementine. Yes, but she's had that cat for six months. And I remember when she was naming the cat, she was running off a list of feminists. Like yeah. she's going, oh, should we call it Jermaine? And then she just goes, I know, Clementine. And I thought, oh, that's random, but sure. Yeah, I didn't. Mm. I was like, I wonder who she's talking about. Yeah, yeah no, anyway. Because oh, no. Clementine Ford, like she's a writer, like She's journo. a massively outspoken, amazing, activist. amazing writer, activist, feminist. Mm. She deals with so much crap from um, threatened people. Yeah, um, she's amazing. Yeah, she is. She's amazing. And I totally never expected to hear her no. name on that. And I'll put her book, Fight Like a Girl, put it on our website. I'm, I am starting to read it. that book. It is very good. Yeah, I got it for Christmas. And if you haven't read it, please click our link and buy it. Yeah, Book to Polis is a true affiliate link. I'll put it up on our page. Now, it was. I was thrilled, but yeah, I just I can't believe the penny only dropped now after six months. That that's who oh, Clementine is. That Clementine's been there all along. Yeah. yeah. And then Paul mentions it to Therese and my husband walked in and says, "As if Paul knows who Clementine Ford is." <laughs> yeah, it was a weird moment. But a hundred percent, he knows because he's in love with Therese and he oh. like he's invested in her family. Well, so he's, he's in newspapers, Paul. He used to own a newspaper. That's true. In the credits oh, yeah. last year, he had one open. Maybe it was on her article. Yes. Yes. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if he's a secret feminist. I reckon. No, I reckon Paul Robinson got into a Twitter stash with Clem. Mm, yeah, that's possible. And she's probably had to mute him because mm, yeah, he he was just being mediocre, <laughs> and now he's just not over it. <laughs> so he remembers Clem when she comes up. And but the thing is, these two are being brats. Going, why can't we run away and be in a motel? And Drab's like banning them from being in hotels and motels together. I'm like, what about Airbnb, mate? You should really yeah. check the fine print on on these. Well, and her car. Yes. Well. well, I remember when I was a teenager, my mum had this sort of seemed to have this idea that nothing could happen within the city limits before midnight. Like, so she was <laughs> she was kind of happy for me to be at my boyfriend's mm. flat as long as I was home by midnight. It's like as if wow, as if I don't know the chastity like belt unclicks at eleven fifty nine. You're like a gremlin. Yeah. Well, I think it's Chris Rock that says nothing good happens after two a.m. Yeah. So your mum was on on his. Oh, birthday. how I met your mother as well. Yeah. yeah. My see, I was the exact opposite in my upbringing. My my mum was big nerd burger. My mum was desperate for me to have a boyfriend. She even like my first time on exchange. I was sixteen, and she packed condoms in my suitcase. Oh, oh wow, I love it. Just going. I love your mum even more now. Yeah. Where were like, you off to? You're not going to come back pregnant. Um, France. Oh well, she was on with a host yeah. family, and I was sharing or practically sharing a room with a seventeen year old boy because he was on. He went to military school, and he came back for Christmas oh, in uniform. Vasson, and that's his name. And <laughs> and I was just a terrified little mouse going, oh, I have to share a room with a boy. And um, nothing. And your mum's like, don't worry about it. Here's a condom. Yeah, and yep. I came back. She didn't know any of this, but she, I came back and she rifled through my suitcase and she'd actually played a joke on me and taken one of the condoms out of the box. Oh, oh. excellent. Well done, baby. But she mom. couldn't um, go through with the prank. She felt too bad for me. She was like, I took one out. Da, da, da. So she would have been thrilled. Well, she wouldn't have been thrilled if Vasson was 25. He was 17 yeah. and in military school. But she would have loved for me to have had oats to sow mm. at that age. But no. So she would have been a much more cool mom about it than these guys mm. are. They're trying to gear up for a really big um, Romeo and Juliet kind of thing. Yep. But they both kill each other. But yeah. Romeo <laughs> didn't like bang Juliet's two sisters. So. <laughs> Look, it wasn't written in the story, but it could yeah, have happened. Maybe. Yeah. I think it's implied. I think, you know, <laughs> <laughs> probably He probably went out with her nurse before they mm. got together. Oh. <laughs> What's in a name? Imogen. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the other one. Uh, wow. So they crack the shits at the family barbecue and, and run off. And Leo Tanaka too runs after them 
Damn. and says, come stay at the Tanak Packers in the loft bed. Now, also, all week people have been asking him for a job and he's yes. like, I don't have any money. And then he says, oh, free labour for Romeo and Juliet. I can take advantage of young slash not so young love mm-hmm. and not pay them, but, but just I'll- put them in my backpackers. But also- they're wrapped. And he's also pretty pissed off with Therese, who is Pipe's mum. That's right. Oh, yeah, I forgot about it's that. It's revenge because yeah. she thinks she's taken the wombat. Mm. How did we get here, though? Like, we st- how did <sighs> we get here from pulling Dee out of the water? Is this is this a normal week or is this a particularly extraordinary week? The, the D part is extraordinary. Yeah, the first half of the week is extraordinary. The second half of the week is... We, run of the mill. We call it the ceramic pig storyline. We brought the ceramic yes, pig today to show you. Yeah. It's when Carl came home with a big oversized ceramic pig garden gnome and Susan cracked the shits. And then people started stealing it and having hijinks with it. And um, now whenever we see a dodgy sea storyline, it's the ceramic pig. So this week it was the ceramic wombat. But I didn't expect so much ceramic wombat. Yeah. And yet when we say that the D part was extraordinary, even today we've realised how many people have had amnesia mm. or been dead and aren't anymore. Like, yeah, it's kind mistaken, of normal. Yeah, mistaken identity. Yeah. I actually, I'm going to be heartbroken if it. If, if it's, it's not, not her. her. Because what's the point? You've trying to get, been getting Madeline back for 13 years now. Her agent's like, stop emailing me, guys. They could have just got someone that kind of looked like her. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think about how busy she is. She's got, what is it, eight children? Yeah, six under eight. Six under eight. She's got so many children. Mm. How's she how's she? And she find? writes columns and she acts. Writes and she's a book. She's, oh, I think it's maybe a bit of respite. That stage you go, yeah, oh, Jane, I'm getting out of the house. No kids. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Um, just make sure I'm in no scenes with Nellie Fish and, and I'm yeah, good. She doesn't want to have to be caring for Nellie Fish yeah. like everyone else on the street So is. let's wrap up with who we think is Citizen of the Week or Citizen of the Week. You can pick, <gasps> yeah, good yeah, or bad. One or the other. Okay. Because we'll find out the promo for next week is Mark demanding a DNA sample and Dee refusing, which makes breaks my heart, makes me sad. Like, I, I'm, I'm not going to be able to lose her twice. Like Toadie, I can't lose her twice. Mm. DNA can you get though from a box of junk that's 13 years old, 10 years old? That Sonia's probably been putting her grimy hands on or oh, whatever. I've watched SVU. Do you, yeah, they can. Do you, they can do get you it. feel, look, if the cops did a good job, they would have grabbed her um, hairbrush back in the day? They would have yeah, said, yeah, we'll keep, put this on file. The Sarge down at Werribee South would have all her DNA on file, I reckon. I'm actually unsure whether there's a police station down there after all of this. <laughs> I'll tell you, well, after the activity we've seen going on down there, no. I don't think there's much police presence in Werribee South. So, Citizen of the Week. Oh, there's, there's only one. There's only one. D. Oh, I've got, a, I've got Oh. So you're, Kate's saying Citizen of the Week. 100% D, Bliss, Rebecca. Yes, excellent. I gave her that last week. This week, I'm going to give it to Toadie. Yeah, I'm with Because of his beautiful Tony. heart and soul. The hug. The hug can destroyed me. Kel? Um, who's my Citizen of the Week? Uh, or it can, be, it can or, also or be Citizen. Oh, I'm going to go with Citizen. I'm going to go with Sonia. <gasps> Very good. Just because. Team D. From her weirdy pyjama pants, moany face. Oh, my husband's first wife's come back. I'm just going to pop off and do my ultrasound and just leave him alone with her and not even try and. Like if she's worried about losing him, wouldn't she be right next to him the whole time reminding him how great she is? And if she does have doubts that this is an imposter, don't leave him alone with her. And talk to him. Yeah. Because you're supposed to marry someone you like and you talk to. Yeah, have chats with. Yeah. And to be honest, you've got to at some point realise that Dee was the better wife. <laughs> First wife, best wife. Yep. And, you know, so try and try okay. and be good. In Sonia's defence, I think she's great for Toady and I think they're great together. Not at the moment. They're a schmozzle. But mm. I think 
the only way to win brownie points in this scenario is if you're supportive. Yes, yes. And you try and nurture and look after this poor woman who was lost at sea. Yeah, take her through the house, show her all the new rooms and cushions and everything. Yeah, and... I, I don't mm. feel Sonia is a great wife to Toadie in terms of their relationship. She tried to um, harvest Nellie's um, bone marrow oh, yeah, for with his it, sister oh, yeah, without, without, his without consent. Oh, consent. And that's quite a painful procedure. Yeah, and yeah she was also, just going to pop her off and have it done. Yeah, Toadie. And also, um, he wasn't that big on the surrogacy thing, but she went ahead and did it anyway, didn't she? Okay, wow. yeah, she's not like, hey, she's not great. She's, they're good, good, they've got a good rapport, though. Look, a year ago, we all liked her. Yeah. Really? And now, You're so like, Get out of here, junkie oh, man. Actually, yeah. Kate's nah, never been I've, a huge. I've never been yeah, a Kate's never been a huge fan. I, I thought they were an okay couple though. Yeah. yeah. But there was always D was always in my heart too. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah, D. And never forget. Hashtag never forget. Team D. So that's all we are. Any questions, Cal, that are stuck in your mind now? Uh, well, a line that did stick in my head was uh, someone saying to the baby doctor Tanaka um, something about missing your brother's big opening, which I just thought was so wonderfully camp. <laughs> um, also, in his defence, it was Australia Day. It was a public holiday and he's a doctor who probably works ridiculous hours. Mm. He has no obligation to mm. be at a backpacker's to opening. To be at a big opening. So, yeah, my husband works in a hospital. He had to work on Australia Day. Yeah, yeah that was fun. <laughs> so that's it. I'm overwhelmed. Next week there are spoilers that have dropped but I haven't read them. Mm-hmm. I'm frightened too. Let's not read spoilers. No, spoilers free zone. I Reconvene, have read them, yeah. Go look at my... Every Crackpot D Theory ever, neighbourspod.com. So, thank you guys. It's been an emotional journey. Also, if someone buys our merch, our T-shirts, oh, can yeah. you can you send us a photo of yes, when they yes. arrive? Yeah, that'd be great. Um, yeah, tag us on Twitter or um, Neighbourspod or Facebook, Neighbourspod. Are well. you Team Sonia? Are you Team D? You've got to make a choice. Because I know that the Team Sonias are going to come out of the woodwork. You reckon? Yeah, because a few of them are tweeting me going, I exist. No, come on, You're come like, on, D lovers. Do you think it's? Do you think it's all just um, different Twitter accounts from the actress that plays <laughs> Sonia? Apparently, she's an utter delight. Like oh, I've she, got friends actually, that know it. She yeah. seems yeah. like the biggest sweetheart on the planet. Yeah, when you see an interview with her, or when you see her on yeah. the stupid couch time show, she yeah. seems great. Yeah. yeah, it's just that Sonia makes terrible decisions every week. <laughs> so, CJ is because I am pink. On Twitter? Yeah, at Because I Am Pink and I've tweeted like about five times in the last week, so yeah. that's big. It's a yeah. big, big week for you. Yeah. Kate is Remued. On Twitter, yes. R-E-M-U-E-D. Yes. And Kate also designed our merch, so go have a look at it. Cal Wilson, Calbo on Twitter. C-A-L-B-O. Spanish people thinks, think that I am a bald man because <laughs> apparently Calbo or something similar means bald in Spanish and I get lots of tweets from Spanish people and I just block them. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal. I sometimes get Spanish tweets too because of the band Vaya con Dios. So there you go. And and you're also on the Australian Whose Line Is It Anyway, which is like unbelievable. Yes, it's just starting on Channel Ten at the beginning of February, which is very exciting. And um, the Brits will just we'll figure out a way for you to see that. That's fine. Oh, you got it. Oh, YouTube. Oh, awesome. Not that I said that, but apparently that you can find episodes already online. Also, have you been paying Ah. attention as well? Yes, sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, uh, sometimes, she's... sometimes I'm not and sometimes yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Vaya Pashas, neighbourspod.com. We'll chat to you soon and we're going to go out on an amazing musical tribute from one of our favourite tweeters, Father Bananas, Hayley from The Art of Neighbours. Thanks, guys. We'll chat soon. Bye. Bye. Hi, neighbours. I am delighted with the return of Dee and I thought I'd honour it the only way I know how to on this podcast through a badly written song. 
When I find myself in bed with Sonia, dreams of water come to me, and I can smell her perfume, hello And while watching Outlander, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of scandal, hi Toadie. Hello Dee, hi Toadie. Hello Dee, hi Toadie. Gas can stole a one